Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode, episode number 17, 17. of the Geekdom Underground Podcast. Ooh. Wow, we've been uh, pretty consistent, man. This is pretty cool, huh? Dude, I dig it. I'm yeah. really excited. I enjoy doing it with you. I enjoy doing it with you, too. I think it's a lot of fun. We get to spotlight some of the cool people within the community, and it just so happens that today we have another cool person. Well, before we get into that... Yes, sir. It's your boy, JRG. There he is. Right, program manager here at Geekdom. There Who are you, is. sir? Good morning, everybody. My name is Philip Hernandez. I'm COO here at Geekdom, and I'm super excited today to have episode 17 of Geekdom Underground. And today we have Geekdom member Brandon Howard, founder of Zelifcam, a software development agency. There it is. Super excited to have you. Thanks for joining us, Brandon. Yeah, of course. Um, so y'all know we like to keep it just cool and casual and chill in the Geekdom Underground podcast studio. So if you could, Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Yeah, so I'm originally from Odessa, Texas, uh, West Texas, right? And now I'm not. So here we are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I grew up in Odessa, moved to Midland, which is also kind of oil-filled country over there. And uh, got into IT programming, started my own companies there, and then now I'm here. Right on. So mm -hmm. when you say uh, Odessa, I'm not really familiar with where Odessa is, but I know West Texas. And when I think West Texas, I think like Big Bend, Marfa, El Paso. No, those are the nice places. <laughs> <laughs> so Odessa and Midland is kind of in this weird armpit Part of texas oh yeah. right on and it's just nothing but desert and sand and oil it's really uh -huh. in the wow in the armpit in the, the armpit, armpit of texas yeah. okay right it's, it's just like ours you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so when did you get into to it oh man so i've been a computer nerd my whole life so my first computer was like maybe in 1992 or something and then I got the internet in 1996 and was promptly banned from AOL in 1997. <laughs> right on. So there you go. <laughs> was that was that for for pleasure? Like you were just you were just having fun or uh, doing weird stuff like? Uh, hey, can I break this? Hey, can I get into this? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it was very easy to do that stuff back then. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's actually where my company name came from too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Okay, so when I first got AOL. Uh, I did what every kid does when they get the internet and pirate software, right? Dead on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so at elementary school, that we were playing this game called Simant, which was you know made by the same people who make SimCity. And I was like, man, mm. I want to play this at home. So I go and I find it on AOL's little chat room called Mac Files, which is uh, with a Z at the end. And I download. So you know it's legit. You know it's legit, right? <laughs> uh, I, I pirate download. Like, man, this is amazing. And then I get really deep into that scene. And then AOL bans the chat room, right? Like, oh no, what do we do? So we changed the name to Zelifcam, which mm. is Mac files backwards. And <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of a, a formative moment for me. You know, like, hey, if if that's all it takes to get around stuff, what else yeah. can we do? And yeah. Then, yeah. So that's that, kind of what started me on this journey. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was your intro to like the hacker culture. Yeah, yeah. like you know, just <laughs> finding your way around those things. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, right on. Um, and so, were there other like, did you have like other friends or family in Odessa that was into that kind of thing, or were you solo? Uh, solo. Yeah, solo for a long time. When I got in high school, I had a few friends who were 
kind of into uh, technology and things. But yeah, but overall, it's, it's pretty much solo. Yeah. So you were all self-taught or did you have like a mentor? Uh, self-taught. Really? Yeah. And so when you say <laughs> like, like um, I was a computer nerd, were you like into like gaming? Like, I, I don't think that somebody just gets a computer and then they're like, oh, I'm going to pirate software. Like, how did you, or was that the thing? Was so, that, <laughs> how do I get this for free? Yeah. 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 So, you know, it got dark really quick, right? Yeah. So I <laughs> got the internet and, you know, first thing I do is like, how do I get software for free? And then I'm like, wow. Then I saw that movie Hackers that was released in like 94. Yeah. Angelina Jolie in it. Should have had a Z. Yes. Yeah. Should've. <laughs> it it would have probably been more successful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I saw that and like, man, now I need to do this stuff. And then yeah. I got into the whole uh, hacking, cracking and phone freaking thing. That, yeah. That used to be big then. So yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you end up finding the Angelina Jolie's in that culture? No, no, <laughs> those do not exist. <laughs> so let's fast forward a little bit. So you, you know, high school, AOL ban, Mac files. Um, but then when did you transition? this like hobby of you know tinkering with computer things mm -hmm. into like uh, a job or when did you realize that you could do that ah so it was kind of later in life i was like uh, 24 or so or so uh before that i was doing construction managing restaurants all kinds of stuff and then i realized like why am i doing this i'm so good at this other thing <laughs> yeah and uh so i started doing this other thing and uh, got an IT job as a help desk person, then uh, pretty quickly moved through the ranks, like in less than five years from IT help desk. Then I went to Rackspace for a little while for being a system admin, a Linux system admin. Uh, then through a couple other jobs to IT director in, in about a little less than five years. Oh, yeah. wow. And then, uh, and then I got burnt out. I just couldn't do a politics. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. So I uh, started my own thing. Yeah. And you're... Let's, let's think about your first job when you first got paid doing like computer things, it help desk. I was on this, a similar path and that's probably your favorite job that you've ever had. Right? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It, it was for, for an oil field <laughs> company where I actually had to teach a guy how to use the shift key, uh, <laughs> what the difference between shift and caps lock was. Uh, yeah, that was fun. So <laughs> <laughs> <That's> enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I earned yeah. that check yeah for <laughs> yeah. sure yeah so um our paths crossed obviously i know you because you're a geekdom member and we are neighbors are mm -hmm. we share a wall yeah. and uh <laughs> but but um we worked together beforehand and we were also neighbors when we were at rackspace we we worked really close with each other and you know i think about that time and uh you i don't even know if we've ever talked about this but you were very impactful in my technical career because i was when i was at rackspace i don't know if you remember but there was like that dragon migration and mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah and so i kind of was able to wiggle my way into the the cloud servers team and in order to stay remember i had to like learn linux yeah yeah, yeah i remember that <laughs> and, and uh to give some context we were in second shift so our day started later and ended later and yeah, you really helped me just like, like break through these barriers where it was, you know, if, if you're not self-taught, if it's not something that, that comes easy to you or 
Like you get excited about doing it on your off time, which is me. I, this was like learning a totally new language. You really helped me to understand it and like put it into easier terms to understand. So thank you so much for. for thank you for bringing it up. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For being <laughs> there. For I me. Help. So I want to talk about that time because you were, you were helpful to not only me, but also others that, you know, had joined that team. And um, what was that like for you being like a, like senior on the technical side? And having, you know, four or five folks that were super fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it kind of changed my trajectory. Uh, what really makes me happy, I guess. So I enjoy helping people. And prior to that moment, I didn't really get that same satisfaction. So I was helping people who were like in the oil field, like how to type, how do you shift, right? Yeah. And then when I was at Rackspace, obviously I was helping the customers. But I was also helping my team members grow and you know create their careers, and that really just changed the trajectory of what my goals were in life. The so, impact of what you were mm -hmm. doing was like way greater. Oh yeah, it was yeah. affecting lives ultimately. Yeah, yeah, and and I think also it was like visible. Like mm -hmm. it that wasn't necessarily your job. No, no. to help your teammates, <laughs> but but yeah, that was such a cool time. Like I remember those like late nights at at Rackspace, and it was pretty cool because on second shift especially towards like the end, like around 11 or midnight, there's nobody in the castle. The castle is this massive, like old mall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. usually like just the hustle and bustle was real. But, mm -hmm. you know, at that time it was scary. It was spooky. Spooky. Dude, it was spooky. And then, you know, we had Brant <laughs> rocking. <laughs> Dude, shout out to our last guest. Dude. Yeah, that was a, that was a good time. Yeah. We were all on the same team, which was, yeah, which was which was awesome. Playing frisbee golf throughout the building. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. We did. That's a deep cut, dude. That is a deep cut. Yeah, we. I don't even know how that happened, but we ended up playing disco. It happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We. What's your favorite safe for work story from Rackspace? Hmm. You know, I don't know of any off the top of my head. Let me think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, I think we hung Brant's chair off Calouette. the ceiling. It was Calouette's, Calouette's chair. chair. Yeah. 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 That was good. Yeah. Wait, Strung I up. need to know deets. What happened? <laughs> uh, you want to explain it, Philip? I barely remember it now. This was a this was a this was a true team effort. But what happened is there was another team. Uh, there's another team member, Jaime. You yes. remember Jaime? Yeah, 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 yeah. And for like two days, he was having trouble with uh, his internet, which whenever somebody on our team was experiencing like a technical difficulty, it was it was super funny because we were like tech tech team. technical people. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and, and so we never wanted to take our stuff to the help desk. We always wanted to like fix it ourselves. And and when you're trying to fix something yourself, especially on that team, it's like popping the hood in the parking lot of AutoZone everybody <laughs> everybody crowds around and nobody, sure. nobody helps they just tell you that they would do it a lot better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was happening with Jaime he he just couldn't connect to his internet and um one day like I don't know what he had gone through like three or four ethernet cables and like I think somebody tried to make their own like cat five <laughs> cable to try and like fix it and um one time he pulled it out and there was a piece of scotch tape 
that was in the port. That's right. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I was having issues? Yes. Well, <laughs> well, Chris Calluet, who was our leader at the time and and great friend of ours, but he, um, you know, we would always pull pranks on each other that were harmless like that. And and that was one of them was he put a piece of scotch tape on, on a Ethernet cable and then plugged it in so that it would stick inside. And then when you take it out, you don't know what's going on, but it breaks the contact. Classic. And dude, it was, it was, it was super class. It was hilarious. But anyway, when Jaime found that out, he was livid. And just, it just so happened when he found that out, Chris was out of town. Ooh, payback season. Yeah. Yes. He was out of town. He was out of office. That's, that's what, and he never was out of office. Chris was always there. And just for a side note, Chris was the homie that was here. Uh, he like came down for a bit. Yep. Was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chris is the, the ponytail. He's got yeah. the ponytail on the yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Braids on both sides. But mm. but anyway, so he yeah <laughs> yeah. It's like the Cajun pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah he so anyway and he's a prankster. He lo- loved stuff like that. But uh, he had this massive like recliner like Lazy Boy kind of a chair in our area our, our area had some weird desks no it did, it did. <laughs> some, yeah. yeah some funny <laughs> desks. but anyway so it was a really heavy chair it was a pain to move and i don't know who had the idea but somebody was like uh we should tie his chair to the ceiling <laughs> and it happened and it happened <laughs> well like like technical people do when somebody said the idea and then i and then coupled with no, I don't think we'd be able to do that. Or you, you wouldn't be able to that, do like, that. That like problem solver yeah, mindset. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, it, oh no, we can do that easy. No, oh, yeah. It snapped in. <laughs> Everybody like like somebody was like, Oh, I know how to tie knots. And somebody was like, Oh, I, I have like five hundred feet of climbing rope in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> so ready to go. Just so happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Josh that had all that climbing rope. So then he he went to get it, brought it back, and then we all put our heads together on how to rig it up and we had an Eagle Scout in the ranks. He whipped up some knots and and tied the thing up. And it took like Philip was like, I know how to barbecue really well. Yeah. <laughs> Making food for everyone. Dude, I had the fajitas going. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, and then we we uh so we figured out how to tie it, but we couldn't lift it off the ground. And and in this building we're at, it's what like 20 foot. Yeah, yeah, 20, 25 feet. Yeah. yeah. And so it was really high with like rafters. And uh I think we tied rope to like a football. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> multiple times but we couldn't get it off the ground all of us were pulling and all this stuff and the whole time brant was just sitting at his computer just like typing like working <laughs> working yeah, keep in mind yeah. we're, we're on shift we right? were on the clock <laughs> but brant was just working not saying anything and then he just kind of looks over just all brant style like grunts takes off his his thing and like everybody got out of the way and brant single-handedly picks up the chair i love that (laughs) yeah he picks up the chair and then uh yeah we all tighten it up and the bottom of the lazy boy if you can picture me standing up the bottom was at eye level when i'm standing oh geez and and chris was a manager so he would have to get there during first shift hours and we didn't get there till about two so he got hmm. there about nine in the morning <laughs> and nobody was there to explain or to, or to help him or to help him or anything. But yeah, that was a that was a good time. That was a good day. God, solid. <laughs> that was a solid memory. Um 
a solid a, hour and a half just wasted up there but yeah yeah <laughs> i mean that's good you know building culture you oh know? Yeah, yeah you know you think about too like defining moments in your career mm -hmm. that's that's one of them that's oh, one yeah. of them yeah I, I used to put it on my resume so see <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. so cool though oh dude i just like there has to be a photo Oh, there's definitely photos. I have. There has to be. Yeah, I have photos. Oh, yeah. I have photos. I think I have a video, too, of Brant. <laughs> picking it, yeah, yeah, just yeah. picking it up. <laughs> Brant picked it up like like I pick up a folding chair. What a legend. Yeah, he was. That was legendary. But, uh, but yeah, that was, man, that was a good time. So let's talk about your Rackspace journey from there on the, like, sysadmin, which, for some context, we were chatters. Mm -hmm. we were in chat support so yeah we would rock that is that what they would call you all chatters and uh, then there was phoners what were they like cst's i think yeah chat support technicians. Yeah. yeah 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 cst's but then our internal name like like uh the first shift were the mad chatters hey, hey. <laughs> i don't remember i think we were just like second shift. second shift <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those guys we didn't really subscribe yeah yeah, one totally emo. One time, <laughs> one time, first shift came and like we all we all came to our desk and all of our uh, the the mouse everybody's mouse was unplugged, and so like whenever we sat down, it just just wasn't just didn't work, and so we thought that was adorable. But when first shift came in the next day, all of theirs were hanging from the <laughs> rafter. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we did have we did have a lot of. Fun. I hope you realize you're giving me and Elijah ideas right now. Oh, dude. I mean, I I will say like I've I've told y'all before, do not get into prank war with Brandon. And I will say too, like if you want, I welcome it. You y'all bring it, man. <laughs> but I have a lot up my sleeve because of my time. <laughs> do you remember the the lawn desk? Somebody, somebody. Mm. Uh, so. People would go on like sabbatical and leave for like months or something. And somebody put chia seeds in the, in their keyboard. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> That's just cruel. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just started growing out of, their, out of their keyboard. Oh god! Yeah. So mm. so yeah. Go ahead, y'all. Bring on the pranks, and then. But I know. That if I ever need pranks, I know whose brain to pick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rack Space, we had our fun when you, uh, and when you transitioned out of cloud servers and sysadmin, where did you go from there? So I left Rack Space to go back to Midland. Uh, yeah, just had some personal issues going on, had to go back. And while I was there, that's when I became a applications manager at another oil field company. And that lasted for a little while. Then I went to a manufacturing company and became the IT director there. And that lasted for a little while. Then I started a clone of Geekdom in Midland. And yeah, that was my first company. So right. That's on. really cool. Yeah. yeah. So I owned a little co-working space for a little while. And yeah. Yeah. It was good. Before we get into that, did you yeah. like leadership? Yeah, I really did. Yeah, I well, I enjoyed leadership. Uh, I just didn't enjoy uh, like office politics. It just wasn't my thing. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't like having to, you, you know, like 
Act not, a certain not tell way. the truth yeah, about yeah, stuff yeah. or have to yeah. bend the truth. You know, like, yeah. Like to be straightforward. Or say things a certain way or yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Elijah's coming. Hey, hey Elijah. <laughs> hey, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then they walk away and it's totally different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, we got a shout out in the chat. Shout out to his co-working space. Help me out in my career. Ah, oh. Who was that? Who was that? Uh, Daniel Buenrostro. Hey. Hey, Danny. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what a great segue. Thank you. Um, but so let's talk about your co-working space. So in Midland, is what's Midland like? Uh, and Well, you see this table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, so, no, Midland's not that bad. So it's uh, kind of a like a white collar well-filled town so like all the people who go to the offices are typically in midland and mm -hmm. uh that's where kind of all the tech jobs and things of that nature are oh right on mm -hmm. okay so um what made you like think of doing a co-working space so i missed having any sort of community so while i was in san antonio i got used to being around people and yeah. who shared the same you know interests and talents and, and when i was put back in midland I was lonely. So, yeah. you know, I first started a couple of groups like a Linux group and a, a Medessa IT professionals and all kinds of stuff. And then that finally culminated with, uh, with me starting or trying to start a little hacker space essentially, which, uh, yeah, just to build a community. Yeah. How long did you do that for? Uh, for about two and a half years. Oh, really? Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was going. Yeah. Well, it, it was, it was going, you know, yeah. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's not around anymore for a reason right yeah so <laughs> did you do it what did you accomplish what you set out to do in building a community yeah i think so uh i think uh helped quite a few people get their careers started which was great uh that was my goal you know i wanted to build a community and uh there yeah but you got to pay the bills so it's cool you can do all these nice things and, and try to you know get people started and help their lives but can't pay the bills you got to figure it out right mm -hmm. so that had to go away <laughs> yeah 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 um when you uh when you were running that co-working space was that your only thing or did you have a side hustle as well uh i was running that and then uh, i was taking on clients to do soccer development work uh, when i first opened it though i started uh I, I was still an it director at a manufacturing company there so you know i was bootstrapping that through that income stream then at a certain point i was like man i really like being at this place a lot better than i do at my office so i quit my job you know no real plan right i just quit my job I'm like i'm just gonna office out of here and this is gonna work and it yeah, it didn't work yeah you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you were making money off your um off your software development but mm -hmm. not so much off the co-working space exactly yeah exactly. and you didn't want to like fund that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. So what made you move back to San Antonio? Uh, well, <laughs> tired of West Texas, really. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I came out here and, you know, we both really like San Antonio. So really, let's come out here, run away together out here instead. And here we are. So, right on. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, you came in to Geekdom uh, when we in 2020, right? Uh -huh. yeah. So when you came back. Yes. Over to Geekdom. And um, I remember that was like a, that was a weird time because you were one of the few that were coming in. Yeah, I had when, the whole place to myself when we <laughs> yeah. first started. That was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I remember. Yeah, so 
but uh, but that was cool, like bouncing off ideas off of you on like how we bring people back and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, what was it like coming into this place, knowing what geekdom was before and coming in and it being like empty? So there's so many differences from how it used to be when I so I, I was coming to geekdom when it first opened, you know, 10 years ago now. Right. Mm -hmm. And the culture is so different now, which it, it, it's an improvement. I mean, it's so great. I like the culture now. And, uh, you know, but it was so quiet. It was a little eerie. It was, it was a little eerie. And, uh, yeah, it was cool though. It, it let me uh, kind of set my roots in a, in a nice calm manner. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. San Antonio was kind of, or downtown as a whole was kind of weird mm -hmm. during that time. Yeah. 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 I, I have a very vivid memory of like when I called Jess and I was like, Hey, I'm walking down Houston street, like down the middle of Houston street. <laughs> like at two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> you know, on a Tuesday that you can never do that. Mm. Normally there's like all kinds of traffic, but yeah, there was nobody. That was a, that was a weird time. Um, so, so came back to geekdom. Um, I remember I gave you the tour. You did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and, and I was like, dude, is that B Howard? Yeah. Is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, um, so you came back, I remember you were doing some, uh, software development. You were still kind of doing your own thing um when did you transition into zelifcan so at the beginning of 2020 uh yeah so basically as soon as i got here mm -hmm. uh yeah transitioned into the name zelifcan i was just operating as a sole proprietor just under my name and now i'm not so now it's zelifcan llc right on mm -hmm. have you uh because it sounds like your first like um your first time getting into being an entrepreneur is when you started that co-working space. Did you have other stuff? Like, were you ever doing that on the side or do you have any side hustles now that, that you just kind of keep up with? Yeah. Yeah. So I also operate a, uh, another company called San Antonio spores. Shout out. Hey, uh, so I'm the Spurs. Yeah. Spores. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that on me. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, San Antonio spores where I, uh, I'm currently selling cultivation products to grow mushrooms and you know hopefully in the next couple of years we'll start growing mushrooms and selling them putting them in restaurants and such right on so mm -hmm. you don't sell the mushrooms themselves you sell like something to cultivate the mushroom yeah 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 so uh like grain bags so you have to put the spores or, or or whatever in in a bag and the agar or sorry the mycelium grows on the grain and then whenever you're ready, you put it into fruiting conditions and like your lion's mane will explode and you have mushrooms. You know? Really? Uh -huh. And like, what is it for? Like people eat them, like cook with them and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So different mushrooms have different properties. So like lion's mane is good for like inflammation and all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of got some nootropic benefits. I think there's like this, it's almost trendy now. <clears throat> I it mean, is. I think a lot of people know like all of the benefits from just the vitamins and, you know, just eating natural yeah. and eating healthier. But uh, I've seen it in, like a lot on Instagram and stuff like that ads for yeah. mushroom based, you know, medicines and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's easily going to be the next you know, cannabis, basically. So it, right now is a great time to get into that industry and make a name and brand for yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. And then establishing yourself mm -hmm. as like not just the like the mushrooms that grow, but like, hey, there's this I can package up this way for you to grow them at home or for your business. Mm -hmm. and exactly. Smart. That's awesome. And so have you gotten any feedback? Like, like, I, I don't even know the first thing about 
cultivating my own mushrooms is that something that that is easy to do or do you have to have like a green thumb it's surprisingly easy and nothing green about it so it's not like growing plants or anything i mean they're, they're basically their own little life form i mean you don't need sunlight or anything of that nature until you're in a, in a fruiting stage whenever you're trying to make the basically the fuzz turn into a mushroom but it doesn't really care about the light it just kind of grows in that direction and yeah but it's not like it doesn't do photosynthesis basically it doesn't mm. it doesn't convert you know yeah things, yeah how'd you get into that i don't know to be honest it was just kind of accidental uh yeah i helped a guy in midland uh doing a mushroom farm a little bit and it always stuck with me and yeah i just decided to pick it up yeah because i guess you could do it anywhere yeah in any yeah. climate or anything like mm -hmm. that wow exactly. that, man that's super cool um you know i've seen like on reddit i'm you know, I surf Reddit. I'm sure you do as well. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen like people, like especially on the San Antonio Reddit recently too, going and like mushroom hunting and mm -hmm. like finding different ones. Is that something that you've ever gotten into? No, no. I, I just like doing the cultivation. So yeah. there, there are people out there that can go out and hunt for mushrooms and identify them and all that stuff. But yeah. you know, that's, that's a little dangerous. You know, because that's you can't always get a hundred percent accurate identification just visually. Yeah. But, you know, so I just prefer to, to grow with them. How do you know which ones you're growing? Huh? How do you know which ones that you're growing? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so usually, you know, you start with uh, some spores of whatever type of mushroom you're growing, or maybe someone will send you, uh, like for lion's mane, for example, you can get a, uh, a syringe full of spores or uh, liquid culture, which is just like mycelium floating in a kind of a sweet water. And you just inject it into your bag and hope for the best. Right? Dang, that's so interesting. <laughs> wow. San Antonio Spores. That's such a great name. I know, right? I'm so yeah. waiting for a t-shirt, man. I know. I like are you gonna make are you gonna make some some swag? Yeah, maybe. I have stickers and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but right now I'm I'm mostly focused on on my agency. But yeah, yeah that's a that's a fun little side thing I'm doing that, you know, I think long term it's gonna become a big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, that's awesome. And and it's, it's a great time to snag the domain. I hope you have that. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the Spurs will just buy it from me. It's like, man, what if somebody misspells Spurs? Yeah. And <laughs> it's for sale. Yeah. So, <laughs> for the right price. You know? For the right price. Maybe some floor seats or something. Yeah. But... Hey. <laughs> Not so much. No, no, no. Just money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about Zealot Camp. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, when whenever you hear like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a developer or I I um I can I do contracting services, I have an agency or something, that is like super broad. Yeah, right. right? So, yeah. <laughs> so is there anything specifically that you work on or is there a project that you're particularly proud of? Yeah. So yeah, it is hard to explain what I do because I work with businesses in various verticals, ranging from uh, finance to manufacturing. So right now I'm working on products for a uh, real estate investment company, a company that operates a like a stock tips system uh, for trading a manufacturing company in Wisconsin that does uh, vanity tops like in marble and granite. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of all over the place. Right. Uh, but the things I'm most proud of right now are definitely uh, uh, one of my clients in, in Austin, uh, this is this real estate one I'm talking about, basically building a system that allows them to manage their company in a really, you know, pretty easy way compared to what they were doing. So uh, 
what I typically target for a company as a potential client is someone or is a company that's basically going from mom and pop status to we need to grow up status. Mm -hmm. So that Google spreadsheet is no longer efficient enough to, to continue scaling. And so that's where we come in and, and help them get past that hurdle. So you make like customized solutions. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like, oh, let me teach you how to use this pre-existing software, whatever it is. It's like, hey, let me build something specifically for your needs and for your organization. Yeah. And sometimes I, I do just push people towards pre-created software like Salesforce or Zoho or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because not everybody needs a custom solution. Sure. You know, not every company is, you know, that not trying to be mean, but that special and, and, and niche, but yeah. some companies are, and you know, Salesforce simply won't do what they need to do in a easy or even cost-effective way. It just so. turns into like an educational opportunity where it's like, Hey, I don't know if you realize this, but you can use this thing and it does all these things. Exactly. Yeah. I always try to give people that, that choice. Like, you know, we can just look at this and configure it correctly and it'll do 98% of what you want and that'll save money and time, or we can build you something cool. And we usually build something cool. So I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everybody that you mentioned that you're doing work for right now, none of them are in San Antonio. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. None right? are in San Antonio. Now I am working on a bigger contract right now that with a company that is in San Antonio. And if that goes through, that's going to allow me to hire two to three more people oh, to wow. uh, get this thing done. But you know, we'll see. How do you we'll get? Uh, like, how did how do they know about Zelifcan? Uh, just word of mouth. Yeah. So uh, we've got a good reputation. You know, the yeah. company's got a good rep. We've got tons of reviews online. I mean, just it's all word of mouth. Right and, on. Uh, uh, we make use of a couple of uh, kind of gig platforms too, like Upwork. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And, you know, you get leads on there so quick and convert them into wonderful customers. That's yeah. super cool. Mm -hmm. So it's not even so much targeted like ad campaigns or like anything, mm -hmm. anything like, like, serious marketing it's just people knowing that hey we need the the good people mm -hmm. go yeah, over here. yeah i mean it makes the cost of customer acquisition almost zero i mean mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's insane yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah and um well i'm sure i know your technical capabilities are strong but i'm sure you know your customer service um is also unmatched coming from you know a place like rackspace where that was like paramount you know we always had to we always had to be accurate in what we were saying, but also we had to give the best customer service. So yeah. I'm sure that helps with your word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I'm from West Texas and, and we kind of have more of a good old boy type demeanor to ourselves, I suppose. So it, it works in my favor. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm able to convert these very technical concepts down to, you know, fairly simple language typically. And it, it's just, you know, I try never to use industry jargon with my clients unless they just want to hear it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I try to make this usually fairly complex project something that's that's pretty simple. You know, they come to me with something very complex, and they leave with something very simple that is manageable, and you know, uh, another developer can pick up later on, or hopefully, they just keep paying us to watch it for them. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. man, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Grady, I met Grady. Yeah, yeah, Grady's and, great. Yeah, he's <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, he's awesome. Um, but he. That's the first time I've seen you with an employee. Have you had employees under you before with Zelifcan? So I've had contractors and I I still have contractors. So I have four right now that are doing work for me. But uh, Grady's my first full-time employee. Mm -hmm. What made you uh, make that leap or make that decision? 
you know, it, it's hard to build a good team with just contractors, you yeah. know, they're, you know, is they can be around for quite a while, but at the end of the day, they're sort of temporary and, yeah. and it's hard to build a stable, strong team that way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, culture or investment or exactly. anything like that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. He's, I think he's a great addition to me. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's wonderful. I'm so pleased. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So you're, um, you were saying that, you know, you, if you get this contract, it'll give you the ability to hire more people. Is that in the plan? Do you want to uh, oh, yeah. build up your team? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, the goal is to you know obviously keep scaling, keep growing, uh, take more geekdom office spaces, and fix every voting thing that we have here. Uh, <laughs> like all, all the people who vote work for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, it's all. It's, it's just a long con. I just want to win everything. You just want to win whatever, <laughs> whatever giveaway we have. Yes. <laughs> How do you think like that? Just to hack into. <laughs> that's awesome. The company's a lie. It's all just to fix an election. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you. When I first met you, we were like I mentioned earlier, second shift, late. You know, night owls. But now you're like the first one at Geekdom every day. Yeah. What's yeah. it like in here? Like at five in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet. And and there's always interesting people walking around outside downtown. So mm. <laughs> usually someone yelling or it's it's weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, last year I was walking because I was I used to park about two blocks away. Uh, last year, a, a homeless guy offered me some pizza and, and that pizza looked good. And it was like <laughs> it was like at 430 a.m. Like, well, how'd you get fresh pizza right now? I okay, guess. so I looked it up. There there was or is a pizza or a little restaurant that's open 24 hours and they serve pizzas here. And at shout that out time in the morning. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah, we need to figure out who that is. Dang. I'm yeah. Because I was concerned, like, where did this nice looking pizza come from? Yeah. And did I miss an opportunity? I missed <laughs> an opportunity. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. How did you get into uh the software development side of things everything kind of led me that way it, it was never something i really wanted to do it just kind of happened so yeah. uh in it i was always like you know drawn to automating away things and yeah. uh when i was at rackspace i automated away stuff and uh yeah just everything i ever did even when i was an it director like well i can't find a good person to do this i'll just automate it real quick yeah and yeah and then that's how it worked. So you you <laughs> learned how to code out of just necessity. You just wanted yeah. to make things faster and yeah, do that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, how did you learn how to code? Uh, I started when I was a kid. So again, like 1996 or so. My, oh, okay. I that was when I started using Linux and a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at that time, it wasn't very user friendly. So yeah. I mean, you had to do a lot of Perl stuff and a lot of shell stuff. And yeah, automated away a lot of stuff. Yeah. So uh, if you get a computer, what OS are you going to run? So, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not a gamer, so it's usually never Windows. And mm -hmm. it used to always be Linux, but um, you know, it, it's not very good for the desktop anymore, especially if you have a laptop. Power management is kind of junk. Yeah. So I usually just go with Apple devices now. Yeah. Uh, Oh. <laughs> he had it queued oh, up. Yeah. Was ready. Oh. Oh, I don't yes. even I don't feel good about saying that either. But I mean, you can't beat the hardware. It's so nice. It, I, I basically call it professional Linux. And yes, I know it's BSD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who was that for? Uh, whoever is going to try to correct us. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's in chat. Whoever's in chat. Dude, the I chat's know. going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
but here's the good news. I barely even use the Apple operating system, OS X or whatever it is now. I, uh, I just have virtual machines and I do like all my real work inside of like a Ubuntu mm. VMware virtual machine. Okay. Yeah. What kind of phone do you use? It's a iPhone also. Yeah. Really? Hey, there it is. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Does that bother you? You didn't want to get an iPhone? I did. Well, I got one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted one. I mean, after you go with a MacBook Pro, you're like, man, I sure would like to just sync my photos real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Text messages. You yeah. Know. So I'm slowly getting into that world. But, yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome i don't feel great about it no <laughs> what's something uh, i'm sure you have something what, what's something that you have applied your technical skills to that had nothing to do with work that was just kind of like a fun project uh so i didn't get to bring it You'll, y'all get to see it tomorrow but Ooh. uh I, well i'm not gonna tell you, you yeah <laughs> okay see it tomorrow so 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 you heard it here everybody Go by the Zelf Cam office. Yes, yes. And see the thing. The thing the that thing. we're talking about. It's it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Yeah. But yeah, awesome. Yeah, that, that's something. And I'm it's not a very good answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a terrible answer. It was, but, <laughs> but it's a thing. Uh, so yeah, I can't yeah, I've automated a lot of stuff. Everything's for work. That's kind of my hobby. So yeah. it's weird. Like I don't have to take vacations because I'm I enjoy everything I do. So I don't consider what I'm doing work. So yeah. It's all just my passion. It's it's fun. So yeah. it's kind of the I am Zelf Cam, I guess, you know. This yeah. is, that's just me. So are you a that's robot me. or ah, my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there very, very convincing. <laughs> yeah, like do you do anything like with automation at your house? No, no, I, I really dislike home automation. Uh um, interesting. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Okay. So how much money do you and time do you want to spend to just like turn on the light and just go flip the switch? Uh, <laughs> well, now now there's like all these self-hosted automation platforms you can use, so you don't have like Amazon and Google spying on you. Yeah. Uh, so I think those are cool, but it, it's hard for me to justify the time and, and effort in setting all that up. Like, yeah. You know, I, I have a Google Home that I, all I do is use it to play lightning sounds for a bird, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for a parrot and you know to sleep to and that's it you know really yeah yeah you have a parrot yeah it's a goffin's cock too my wife has a parrot and i've inherited that parrot really yes yes yeah we got in the chat hold on need more parrot info yeah let's <laughs> let's talk about let's can we expand on the parrot okay what do you want to know well you said what what kind did you say it was it's a goffin's cockatoo goffin's cockatoo so i don't know anything about them but what i'm thinking it is is like the white bird with it, like the it's thing white. yeah it is white it have yeah. the thing on its head mm-hmm. yeah it's got a little crest that goes up and... Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you inherited that so yes. i'm so it's not a young bird it's not no I, I i'm not sure how old he is but he's you know maybe 10 years old or something does he have like a personality oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's weird so i've never been around birds before and uh yeah he's definitely got a personality i mean you know, they don't really have like a bunch of facial muscles. So I was like, well, how can you really see what they're thinking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But over time, you can start to tell just like by the way he looks at you. Like, like a tilt of the neck. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> you're dead, bud. You're yeah. Just, yeah. He, he's a scary animal. Does he talk? <sighs> so he'll say hi a lot. Yeah. You know, especially if there's a woman nearby. Like he'll go, hi, hi. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but that's it. Most of the time he just yells at you. Just like, wah, wah. Yeah. 
yeah so, so that breed yeah. doesn't really, yeah it's great <laughs> it's really cool uh so the first night that i lived with that parrot you know when my wife and i moved in together yeah. uh it we had it in a room at night and you know we were asleep in the other room and all of a sudden i heard my dogs like whimpering like they were hurt like oh my god what's going on yeah so i get up and i'm all scared and it gets quiet and i walk into the other room and that little butthole it was <laughs> it was mimicking the dogs being hurt and so somehow it knows how to make like whimpering noises oh wow and then, so it so wasn't go, the dog no 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 i go in there and it's just real quiet and then all of a sudden he yells at me to scare me and <laughs> just i guess he was just like making sure i knew who was boss yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and your wife, she just didn't flinch. That's just normal behavior. Yeah, normal behavior. <laughs> Another day. Man, so Wait, what's the parrot's name? Uh, BB. 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 Oh, okay. And yeah. did it take some getting used to, or did you love it right off the bat? Oh yeah, I like him. I mean, yeah. I love him. You know, he, he's pretty cool. Um, yeah. it, it took some getting used to though. You know, yes. Yeah. Go home and entertain the parrot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah, we kind of we went really quickly over the google home thing but oh yeah tell me about that tell me about Where that were we? oh. you're saying the google home you have to like play thunder and sound. Yeah, yeah so it listens to like thunderstorm sounds at night to, to yeah, I, so do i that's sick yeah. really yeah mm -hmm. dude you're like a every night cockatoo, dude. dude even when it's like <laughs> yeah, i've always thought that about you, you know? yeah, i've always thought that yeah yeah <laughs> huh, i can see it yeah oh yeah. my god yeah you got the little thing <laughs> Just get mad. All right, we're gonna end it right here. <laughs> Man, well, that's pretty cool. So you have, so you have a few animals. You've got the the parrot yeah. and the dog. Yeah, yeah, parrot, a Great Dane, and this little Jack Russell Pomeranian mix. Wow, those mm -hmm. are like extremes. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> like it's not just a bird. It's a sweet bird that yells and talks. So sweet. And it's not, <laughs> yeah. so sweet. And it's not just a dog. You have like a massive dog and a tiny dog. Yeah, yeah. And and the tiny dog and the bird, they get along. They'll play with each other and like chase yeah. each other and stuff. And then Oh, so the bird can like come out of the cage. Yeah, yeah. Out. He free roams. So he just kind of walks around and that's does stuff. Yeah. Free roams? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. They're they're pretty cool. Like is that, it potty know? trained? Yeah. The only time he'll go is like he'll go back to his cage and you know really take care of business take care of it Dang. yeah and that's then, awesome and then he just bullies my great dane so <laughs> really oh yeah he's so afraid of him yeah it's the great dane is <laughs> yeah 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 man <laughs> it is the great dane's pretty big yeah yeah he's uh he's about 130 pounds oh my there it God. is mm -hmm. yeah dude that's well he, i guess he's kind of a smaller great dane but yeah, yeah. He's, he's still big yeah so. what about your other dog your other dogs must be tiny yeah he's like 20 pounds or something 25 pounds little i know yeah. little. that sounds like a fun house yeah and they, they grew up together so they're the same age and for a long time the little dog and big dog they used to play tug of war until duke the great dane <laughs> got too big and started throwing them across the room. so i just so. imagine you know the bird flying around screaming great dane little puppy and then you just there with the well the sticks called the devil yeah, sticks, the devil sticks. Yeah. yeah sometimes i get home and it's chaos it's like chaos <laughs> yeah <laughs> get the sticks <laughs> do you still, i'm going upstairs with devil sticks do you still do you still devil stick <laughs> yeah yeah i do yes mm -hmm. yeah they're they're at my home office right now uh, right on what what are your other hobbies man uh i like to go to the lake and jet ski a lot so we go to canyon lake more often than most people should really and uh it's yeah, beautiful hang out out there do you yeah. have a jet ski or you rent them uh my father and i we have some yeah oh that's mm -hmm. awesome so you and your wife go or... yeah 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 we go out there and 
just a whole big thing. Yeah, a lot of fun. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You take the bird with you? And no, no. Like no. a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I thought about it, but no. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, cool, man. Well, um, I that's that's really all the questions that I have for you. But before we end it, mm -hmm. I, I ask everybody. Um, for somebody who, like, uh, has always wanted to start their own business doing something technical, like software development or DevOps or some kind of consulting or something, what advice would you give or what advice do you wish somebody would have given you uh, when you were when you decided to take the leap and turn this from a hobby into a career? Hmm. Best thing to do is take action. I know that's so simple, right? But that's that's for almost anything. But the hardest thing is to uh, get over the hurdle of believing you can make money or that you're worth making money outside of an employer. Uh, a lot of people get stuck in that loop. So just take action. Quit planning. Quit doing anything. Jump. You know, if you're gonna if you land on the coals, you're gonna walk a lot faster. Yeah. And you know, it's that's all you have to do. And making money is not hard. Just taking action to make money is hard. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, take action. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great stuff. Well, B. Howard, this was fantastic having you on the, the Geekdom Underground. Mr. JRG, if you would, please, sir, take us home. I will definitely do that. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to episode number 17 of the Geekdom Underground podcast. So I'm just going to shout out this comment uh, towards the end here. It says, uh, this went from Hackers, the movie, to Ace Ventura real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Brandon shout and Grady just in the office with all these animals. <laughs> shout out to Ryan Stewart for, for tuning in. Shout out to everyone for tuning in. What's up, Roger? Uh, well, tune in next week for another amazing episode. Glad to have Elijah back in the, in the studio. Shout out to the boys. Yeah, um, yeah we'll see you all next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye, y'all.